0: The return of college football in the Midwest is right around the corner, with Big Ten conference officials electing to reverse their decision to axe the football season and allow their student-athletes to return to the gridiron this fall. What went in to the reversal of fortunes for the Big Ten? Bill Rubinowitz... Has covered the Ohio State Buckeyes since 2011 for the Columbus Post Dispatch. And he joined me this week to discuss how the conference is preparing for a return to play on October 24th and the impact it'll have on the entire landscape of college football. I'm Kevin McShann. Let's have this conversation. If you're ready, we'll welcome you to the program, and we're excited to talk to you about the return of Big Ten football. So great to see you this afternoon, and uh, thanks for being here.
1: Well, thank you, Kevin.
0: Bill, I'm wondering if I can start you off by asking you, why do you think the conference uh, reversed their decision to play uh, Big Ten football uh,
1: this fall? Well, I think the biggest factor was the advancement in getting rapid testing for COVID patients or just for COVID testing. Until that happened, they just did not feel there was a viable, uh, reliable, safe way to play. Now, there was also lots of public pressure. Uh, There were financial considerations. The Big Ten obviously wanted to play. It would would be counterproductive for them not to want to play. But until they felt like they could test safely and be able to tell who was infected or potentially at risk, and who wasn't, they couldn't move forward. So it was really right after they announced on August 11th that they were not going to play, that the rapid result testing kind of came out. And that kind of was a game changer. And once they decided they could make it safe, that they proceed, then they proceeded. And what has you uh, most intrigued about the upcoming uh, season of football in the Big Ten? Yeah, everything. I mean, this is going to be so crazy because, first of all, there's no non conference schedule. So you're jumping right into conference play. Uh, you don't, you've, the players were gone for months. So there hasn't been a lot of tackling. There hasn't been a lot of, of practicing, honestly. So they're trying to catch up as best they can. But we've seen around the country how sloppy football has been, the, the tackling in particular. So, you know, how, how well uh, these players are able to play is one thing. Obviously, the safety issue is the biggest of all. I mean, you, you certainly want to make sure that they're playing uh, safely, that nobody's catching COVID because they're playing. Uh, you know, there are lots of, lots of things. But also just, you know, for Ohio State, they believe that they've got a, a very special team. And so they want to be able to prove that this is a special team for them and, and win the entire college football playoff after last year's heartbreaking loss to Clemson. And, tell me, who
0: do you think in the conference is Ohio State's biggest competition? I,
1: I think at this point I'd say Penn State. Uh, Penn State's got a lot of talent. They were very young last year and better than expected. And Ohio State's got to go to State College, go to Happy Valley to play and now it's different this year every other year that they've gone it's been the the whiteout where the fans are in a frenzy and it looks like it's it looks like a blizzard with all the white pom-poms obviously you're not going to have fans in the stands this year so it's going to be a completely different atmosphere but i i think penn state's uh, you know probably the one team in the conference that they're going to play that can kind of come close to them in talent but i also say you know michigan's always going to be interesting I know Ohio State has dominated that rivalry this century, but that's not a game Ohio State will ever overlook. And Michigan, after losing the last seven, Jim Harbaugh has never beaten Ohio State. Obviously, he wants to do that. You know, I look at the other games, and I don't really see a lot of competition. I don't think Michigan State's going to give them much of a challenge. Um, You know, I I think if they play Wisconsin at some point, that could be interesting. But Wisconsin lost its quarterback uh, last week. So, yeah, I think Ohio State is clearly the favorite and, and should be the favorite. But I also think that, you know, and this is, this is a strange year. So I think, I don't think anything's quite predictable, but I think Ohio State, you know, should win the Big Ten. And uh, just before this started, I had mentioned that I'm
0: coming to you from Windsor, which is not too far from Ann Arbor. So I'm wondering if you can provide some thoughts for me about how big you think the gap is between Michigan and Ohio State, and what do you think it's going to take to
1: make that a rivalry again? Well, it, it is a rivalry, even though it's been a lopsided rivalry. It is a rivalry. And Ohio State, I think mean, one of the reasons Ohio State has dominated is that they believe with all their hearts that it's still a rivalry. They do not overlook Michigan. They work every day to, to try to beat Michigan. So I think, honestly, it's pretty simple. Michigan just has to recruit better talent and develop the talent better. Ohio State recruits at a level that nobody else in the Big Ten does. Penn State's the only one that comes even close. And, and Ohio State develops its players. And so, you know, Michigan's got good players. It's not, it's not like Michigan's a bad program by any means. There, there's, you know, the problem for Michigan is Ohio State has raised the level of its program, and Michigan really hasn't. And until that happens, until Michigan's recruiting, I mean, Ohio State and Michigan really don't go head-to-head in recruiting battles that much anymore, which, you know, that used to be the, the whole ballgame. And so until Michigan is able to recruit at that level, I think it's going to be still a fairly lopsided rivalry. And tell me, what do you think going into the season is Ohio State's biggest strength, weakness, and point of intrigue? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I think the strength, I mean, Justin Fields is a Heisman Trophy candidate. Uh, you know, he and Trevor Lawrence, I think, are the top two. So it starts there. And he would tell you that it really starts with the offensive line. Ohio State is an experienced offensive line. Uh, Wyatt Davis is an All-American. Josh Byers is really good. They, they, the offensive line should be really good. Uh, some question marks at running back after losing J.K. Dobbins. Master T uh, had an Achilles injury the first day of spring practice. Uh, they, they brought in Trey Sermon, a transfer from Oklahoma. So that, that should be a good one-two punch, but J.K. Dobbins ran for 2,000 yards last year, the first running back at Ohio State ever to do that. So, you know, that's, that's a question that has to be answered. We have two really good receivers in Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson. They need other guys to develop behind them. On defense, I think there are two questions. One is the interior of the defensive line. They lost uh, Devon Hamilton and uh, Ja'Shawn Cornell and some depth there. And people might think, oh, how do you replace Chase Young? They're, they're good at defensive end. They don't have a Chase Young, but they've got five guys they feel really good about. Um, very deep and experienced linebacker group. The big question though is the secondary. Uh, Sean Wade coming back is huge for them. But they're still going to have three new starters, and, and getting those guys up to speed and playing at the level that Damon Arnett and, and Jordan Fuller um, and, and Jeff Okuda, obviously number three overall pick with Detroit, uh, you know that's that's going to be probably the biggest key of the season. And you just brought up uh, Jeff Okuda, and since we have a lot of uh, Lions
0: fans who watch this podcast, I'm just wondering if you can comment on his early start in the NFL and what you think of it.
1: You know, honestly, I've not watched a lot of NFL, so I I can't really say. I I just know this about Jeff Bakuda. Um, He's an incredibly talented athlete, and he's a really diligent worker. He wants to be great. He was that way from the start. When he showed up on Ohio State's campus, he never carried himself like a freshman. You just knew you were dealing with an adult right away. You know, he lost his mom uh, when he was here, right before he got here. I can't remember the timing exactly, but, you know, that was, obviously a very difficult experience for him made him grow up uh, even faster but I think he's I think he's a mature guy anyway I think he's just a naturally mature guy I, I thought he was a very safe pick for the number three pick of the draft because there are really no weaknesses to his game and you know that he's gonna work really hard to make sure he's the best he can be my final question for you is I'm wondering if you could just speak to
0: the broader return of football and the Midwest of the country and what do you think it
1: means for people that Big Ten football is back? Yeah, you know, it's it's huge because, especially in Columbus, I mean, this is just, this is the biggest thing going. I mean, Columbus is a big city and it's not like Ohio State's the only thing in town, but it is the heartbeat of the city. And if there was an entire fall with no Ohio State football, especially when the Bengals and Browns are playing and University of Cincinnati is playing, and all around the country, teams are playing. It would have been really, really tough for people here to take. I mean, Ryan Day, I know, <laughs> would have been beside himself. I, I, I just think that, look, it's only a game. It's only football, and there are bigger problems and bigger issues in the world, far bigger. But it is still important. And to give people here who who kind of live and die with Ohio State football to give have a if there were no season. Boy, that'd be tough. You know, I've said before that, you know, Ohio State football is the one thing that unites the state. You know, you have Cincinnati and Cleveland on opposite sides. You have Bengals fans, Browns fans, Reds fans, Indians fans. Ohio State football is the one thing that really brings the state together. Hey, Bill, I know how busy your schedule is
0: with uh, this season about to ramp up in the Big Ten. So I really want to thank you for being here and for a couple of minutes talking to us about the Big Ten uh, return to the field. So great to see you, and thanks for a few minutes.
1: Well, thank you, Kevin. I appreciate you asking me.